You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and what I'm going to do here is a bit different. In typical circumstances, I'm able to interview subjects, and we do it, and I record the audio, and I release it as a podcast episode. In this situation here, the individual's name is Helmuth Lena, and he is the guitarist, and I believe the principal songwriter for a band called Belfagor. They're from Austria. If you like and if you like your black and thrash, you're going to love these guys. Anyway, his responses to questions were profound at points, so I thought it was important that I share it with the rest of the world. Incidentally, from the answers that he provided questions... Sorry, did I get that right? No, I didn't. From the questions that I asked and the answers that he provided, I was able to write an article for the Metal Obsession webzine, so go and check that out. But for now, why don't I read out the responses to questions that I put to Helmuth? Here we go. Toten Ritual is an epic album that consolidates Belfagor's reputation as one of the premier metal bands in the biz. Is there a concept or a theme associated with the album? Toten Ritual is our most varied album so far. Everything sounds more brutal, more possessed, and we achieve the ritualistic vibe we envisioned from the beginning of this project. Toten Ritual is pure, incarnated evil. We never stick to a particular formula, always trying to work with new studios, new producers, musicians, etc. to keep the fire burning experimenting without denying our signature Belfagor sound. I don't believe in playing it safe when it comes to writing music. It feels great, and I'm very proud of our 11th and most successful full-length Belfagor LP. My question again. You started playing black metal when the genre was in its infancy. In 1991, the style of music was very much underground and covered by very little media. How has Belfagor survived multiple lineup changes? Massive shifts in the manner in which people consume music, in other words, CDs to MP3s and MP3s to streaming, and shifts in metal trends. Well, we always played death metal, including extreme black metal influences, having tried to forge a perfect symbiosis of both styles since 1993. You know, lineup changes are not that important. It was always about the core staying in charge and still exploding onto the stage with the utmost brutality, improving our sound and intense live performances have always been our main goals. We stand out as wolves in a horde of mainstream sheep. We strive to be different, creating our own rules. Some people respect our process, which is great, and some don't, or they get offended, which is also fine by me. Belfagor is stronger than ever, and celebrate our 25-year jubilee in 2018. My question. You are a very underrated guitarist who can certainly perform with technical precision. What inspired you to play the guitar? Oh well, I adore creating and listening to music. Guitar music, of course. I also enjoy flamenco guitarists and classical composers that grab my attention. You can hear some influences here and there in Belfagor's compositions. My number one is metal rock music. However you want to call it. I don't care that much about labels. I don't even like to label my own sound. As far as guitar work goes, I'm inspired by many of the great shredders, starting with Richie Blackmore, Jimmy Page, Duetti Van Halen, Gary Moore, Randy Rhodes, Trag Zagtoth, and Ingve Malmsteen. Also, very important guitar duos to me have been Tipton Downing, King Hanneman, the list would be endless. I'm very open-minded when it comes to vicious guitar music. I dig a lot of bands. That list would also be endless, starting from Kiss and ACDC, my first favourite bands. They are who got me into this archaic, magnificent music. Also, new wave of British heavy metal caught my attention later on, and I still adore this movement. One of the best forces in music. So yeah, from Danzig to Ramstein, Motley Crue, Motorhead, rest in peace Mr. Lemmy Kilmister. I still can't believe he's not here anymore. Big loss for us all. 
one of the last authentic guys in this circus. He was my idol in my youth, and his sounds helped me through a lot of hard times. We will always be one of... Sorry, I'll start again. Actually, this is what he says. We'll always be one of the most important bands to me. Do thrashes like Exodus, Forbidden, Slayer, Creator, and extreme acts such as Nile, Emoliation, Mayhem, Autopsy, Deicide, just to mention a few. Here's my question. Can you describe your current live rig? I understand you play Jackson guitars, but what amps and cabs and effects units do you use? I have a Maxon distortion pedal and can play with almost any or every amp, but I prefer, definitely prefer, Mesa Boogie amps, and that's the Belphegor core sound. I don't even use a delay pedal, no need for it. I play really thick strings and thick guitar picks have, and have practiced for years to raise intensity and dynamics, so even if the amp sounds thin, my fingers make them sound massive. So there isn't any secret, just practicing again and again to keep standards high and develop further, which isn't easy after playing guitar for three decades. Belfagor has a signature sound, and within this sound, we try to explore new influences here and there, adding new arrangements without denying our origins. We aim to create extreme and brutal sound collages, playing them with most aggression into the crowd, glorifying this art of raw music since 1993. It's death magic. My question. You got very sick in South America during the tour in 2000 and during the early 2010s. How did you keep a positive mindset through the illness? It's been seven years since my personal dance with death. I spent six hours with my heart still. I brought a lot back with me. It changed my life entirely. I saw things I never wanted to see. It was like being on a super depressive fucked up drug for weeks. But I came back and I'm still a metal maniac, thanks to the doctors and nurses in Austria who saved me. I could feel a book, man. This was the hardest ride I ever had to experience. I had to restart a lot and learn from the very beginning, like breathing, talking, and even walking. Big time damage to my lungs, my heart, my body was failing. The suicidal excessive lifestyle I lived for 20 plus years didn't help me during this time and it had taken over me. I had become an alcoholic and if I didn't have that open heart operation, I probably would be dead already from my addiction. It sucks when you drink the water in Latin America after a terrible hangover and wake up nearly dead. You get typhus, followed by a life-threatening operation, six weeks in hospital, eight weeks in rehab, and forced to take a break from life for eight plus months. That's what happened to me in October 2011. It's behind me now, but that's life, to stand up after falling down. What kept me going was the band, the guitar music, the ritual performances, and the people that attend the concerts, to give them something special and to take them on a trip to hell and sometimes back. I'm mostly clean and sober since that time, so much more focused when it comes to Belfagor's legacy and art since my fight against death. My question. The infamous attack on the members of Belfagor and Nile at a Russian airport in 2016 are on YouTube. You kept your cool through this act of insolence, but what is your take on the episode now that a few years have almost passed? I don't want to make this an important part of Belfagor's history. We have more interesting stuff to offer than what a drunk lowlife thinks about our art. Religion is still the base of political power in most countries, and as long as there are sheep, there will be corrupt tyrants intent on leading them. Religion is the most efficient way to control and mould a large group or number of humans. So I do not see true freedom or expression happening anywhere in the world anytime soon. Some countries are just more brainwashed than others. I've travelled the world for over two decades, and I adore it. It's expected to come 
into contact with shit like that sometimes. It shows me that we are doing something right if they take us seriously. Practice what you preach. We are not here to please everyone. We please ourselves first. If people get it and respect our legacy, we highly appreciate that. Those people are the reason we are still here and trying to get better and stronger as musicians and as performers. Anyways, as far as the situation in Russia goes or is concerned, I don't see myself as a victim. I knew better than to attack him and to respond to his provocations. It should go without saying that if it happened on neutral ground, it would have been very different for those degenerates. Sorry, get that word out. Thanks to Mr. Carl Sanders of Nile, who stood in the way and blocked him. What a loyal gesture from Carl. I'll never forget that. Otherwise, everything could have gone really out of control. Let's hope people like that never get into power. Our art in general will be more suppressed and censored than it already is. Books, film, music, etc. will be forbidden or burned again. I'm not a sheep. I don't need anyone to make decisions for me and my life. We created verses out of these types of deranged people on Totem Ritual. Probably the most dynamic song on the album is titled Swine Fever, Regent of Pigs. Guess the title says it all. Final question. What can Australian fans anticipate when Belphegor performs? A Belphegor show is more like a live ritual than a typical metal concert. As soon as I hear the intro and smell the incense, my mind switches to another dimension and I descend into another realm. I revel in leaving my body during a Belphegor stage performance, letting the demons take over and submitting into total possession with the music. It's a pleasure. I almost come if the ceremony is great and the audience gets wild while glorifying death music. Often it is magic between the band and the people. Those are the most intense ceremonies if you feel a sweat, the obscurity, while we fire our tracks into the horde. I have to admit, we always have a preference for the fast songs. It really takes a toll on your body and ears, activating your inner demons that are hovering above you. Belphegor is the blood in my veins, and a light performance is the true example of that. Hails to all the people who support us by listening to our sounds, attending our ceremonies, getting merch, and spreading the plague. See you in May in Australia and New Zealand. Well, there you have it. Helmuth Lena from the band Belphegor. As I've just narrated, the responses to questions that I put to him recently. Really hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for listening.